Hello and welcome to Mark and Zach, the Outsiders podcast show, where we look at life direction and emotional freedom in our 50s, which is kind of scary to say, but but true, from a completely different perspective. And this week, as well as ever, I am joined by my friend and co-host, Zach. Hello, Zach. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Good to be back. And uh, how are you, Mark? I'm fine. I'm fine. I've had a very interesting day at the garage today, getting my MOT sorted, which was always a, which was a, actually, to be honest with you, was a new experience for me. Um, as I haven't been here for so many years, to actually go and get that done was a kind of new experience, but uh, a learning one. How about you, yeah. Zach? What have you been up to today? Very good. Yeah. Uh, today, um, just been, I've been working as I do from home. Um, and yesterday on a Sunday, I was on a radio station talking about our lovely podcast. So um, it was good. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're spreading the word, as somebody once said many years ago. The gospel. The gospel. That's it. The gospel according to Mark and Zach. Correct. Perfect. <laughs> So what are we going to talk about today, Zach? What are we going to dive into? Which topic are we going to cover? Well, we're we're sort of, the confidence thing is the umbrella, and we're going to be talking about that. Um, specifically, we're going to be looking at emotional freedom, I think, from our perspective, um, in uh, coming, as you've said at the beginning, from two, two men who are in their 50s, uh, which is quite uh, a daunting prospect. Um, I mentioned it yesterday on the radio, actually, as well, and I, I, I hesitated before I said it because I thought, I don't want, I don't want to admit to it. I don't. But here we are. I am, I am in my fifties, and um, I start. Do you? Here's an interesting one to start with, and it might be relevant to to older men out there. Do you feel like you're in your fifties? Because I don't. I feel like I'm sort of stuck at twenty eight or something like that. Yeah, no, it's it's in the it's in the line. I mean, to be honest with you, it's a very interesting one, age actually, because I've never really associated with age at all. And then the funny thing is, when you do discuss it, and someone asks you your age, I I always tend to sort of back away from even answering it because I then I get put into a a category or a box where I really do not belong, and hence actually one of the factors when we start from out the outsiders because the way we live our lives isn't necessarily um a typical way and age has never really been a factor it's it's a strange one isn't it it is a strange one i was watching a program on netflix the other day a documentary about a magician um i can't remember what he was called something like the great sobrani or something that's what they used to be called and he was a man in his late 40s but he looked like somebody's granddad because he was he, yeah. you know, he had that hairstyle around, uh, you know, where he's bald on top, but the hair around him. And he looked, I, I thought he was in his 80s. Um, so I find it quite interesting. And that was, I think he was that age in the sort of late 70s or something. So I feel like people now are younger, look younger for their age than what they did a mm. while back. I might be wrong. I don't know if I agree with that. No, I don't agree with that necessarily. I think it's just, um, well, it is maybe a lifestyle thing, but also it's a gene, a genealogy thing for sure. Yeah. Um, but I do think, you know, we feel as 
as we feel. And um, it, it is a strange one. I think more in, more on a social level when you start to hang out with people. I'll give you a little uh, experience. I think I even shared this a while ago. I had a reunion when I, uh, just after the COVID, you know, we were allowed to sort of go out and play again once again. Um, and I had a reunion with some school friends I hadn't seen for, well, for a very long time. And I seriously, I was quite excited because I haven't done anything like this. You hear about all these reunions and I've really not been part of anything like this. Um, and one of my friends, actually, who had lived in Japan for a long time, was here. So it was really quite an interesting uh, Asian fusion type experience thing. We were looking forward to sharing. it. And um, anyway, the, the long and short of it is I, we arranged, arranged to meet in this pub and um, I walked around the pub three times and I was literally just about to leave I was thinking well obviously there's you know we've got our wires crossed or something and I was just leaving and one of one of the guys just wrapped, sort of shouted out Mark and I turned around and there they were on this table and I really genuinely didn't recognize I mean I recognized one of the, the group yeah. the rest could have come from another place in another time in another world and I really genuinely would have walked past them yeah. and we're all the same age it was absolutely you know incredible to see yeah really some people do I've, I've noticed some people my age look far older than I do or some people younger than me look older um I, I find that <laughs> maybe it's a and lifestyle <laughs> maybe it's because I don't do anything I'm just I'm just a, a hermit in a box that comes out like a puppet mm. comes out every now and then but you know some people look um maybe it's a stress related thing or it's a lifestyle it is, um, it is. But they look they look like they're you know they're toughened up whereas i'm just well yeah it is a genealogy thing as well as a, as a lifestyle thing i think it's a lot of factors but it, it is interesting nonetheless uh, anyway let's move on from yeah age because to be honest we know you remind you of their age particularly no, absolutely um, but but i do think we should touch on uh something we've also covered uh in the previous pods um in previous series and that is how we engage in terms of relationships because just as you mentioned age um and how we feel about it within ourselves um i think we might be coming again at this from two different perspectives but but we've both been in let's say marriages or longer term relationships um and come out the other side of them um and i think it's kind of an interesting one because this is a topic that affects you know a huge number of people um and really thought we could just touch on this a little bit today um about how we feel about relationships and being in relationships so uh zach as you're in a relationship i thought i'd throw the curveball to you <laughs> nice thank you i will catch it um so yeah i mean it's interesting how you we approach relationships um i mean i met my partner um at work at a time in my life when i was probably quite low um almost at bottom i thought the thing with rock bottom is you don't know, you think you're at rock bottom and then you discover that there's another 10 floors to go down uh, sometimes. And that's where I sort of felt I was because it got worse. But we we both sort of connected on the back of our relationships, our marriage is ending. And we connected starting off 
by exploring all the bad stuff about us. We weren't in a good place, both of us, mentally. And we just went out to moan, really. We weren't interested in a relationship with each other um, in a romantic way. It was just two people going out to moan about how tough life is and how sad things are. And it kind of blossomed from there. And I, I do wonder whether we we sort of did it backwards. We 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 started off looking at us each other from a negative point of view, knowing all the bad stuff that we've got, and then it sort of bloomed into actually beginning to like each other and taking it and you know and it growing from there. So it kind of went a bit backwards. Whereas the ordinary normal relationships, in that sense, you tend to have all the lovey-dovey stuff on the honeymoon period and then you start discovering people's faults and failings and uh what you know they don't clean their teeth before they go to bed and they eat their toenails in front of the telly all those sorts of things that you discover halfway through you're giving me a very funny look now mark <laughs> i don't do that by the way i would just like to <laughs> my other half <laughs> I don't know anybody who's done that, so it, um, I've just seen it in the film. <laughs> but yeah, I, there is a there is a, a norm and an expectation when it comes to how a relationship should work. What I've found, especially with my marriage, is that we people grow and change, and some relationships you grow together, some relationships you start to drift apart. And I don't think that's anybody's fault. I think it just is part of life and growing and we're we should be allowed to grow and move and learn new things um and as long as it's not you know you're not learning i don't know how to be some something nasty but um other than that that's that's part of my my tuppence worth um i'll throw it over to you mark yeah no it just it's 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 an interesting descriptions going on there i i um I think we, it's really, really important um, to follow instinct. You follow your instincts. And this is the thing I've, I've always been very acutely aware of. And um, I'm somebody, unfortunately, I think part of my makeup is that I tend to sort of enjoy the honeymoon period. And then I think like most of us, it's sort of, uh, you know, you suddenly stumble on something. Um that's not really for you or really goes against something you believe in or emotionally or possibly even physically or something, who knows, there's lots of different variations that just sticks with you. And you're like, Oh, I don't like that. Or I'm not comfortable with that or something. And then the downward spiral starts to happen. And then I'm, um, yeah, I'm gone <laughs> quickly, which is not something I'm particularly proud on in reflection. And I tended to sort of, slam a lot of doors and burn a lot of bridges rather than learn to develop myself. Um, so there's been a kind of an immature approach um, because of course nothing goes on. You know, the party doesn't last forever. It just can't. And I've learned that in lots of ways outside of relationships. Um, and so now, interestingly, um, I'm just not really, looking for a relationship as such i'm just going with the the flow of life um because i think it's you're being more authentic and it's probably better for me as an individual just to sort of find my own way again 
um, without this sort of pressure or need or it's something I, I actually don't feel like I need, which is therefore a good reason not to pursue anything like that. Um, but it is, it is, it all starts as, as we've said, and I've said many, many times with ourselves. I mean, we've got to be, you know, our own rock, um, our own island. We've got to be firm in who we are. And, and I do believe that when, when, when the time is right, um, for, for myself and for the, the lucky person that's going to stumble into me at some point, that we're both kind of reasonably, you know, secure in ourselves as much as we can be and have interests that sort of coordinate or possibly link up or, or if not, then it's not going to affect the way we are together. Um, whereas previously, it was all done on the wrong footing. And, uh, yeah, I think this is all comes with age and experience in life. But uh, I do feel that I used to belong to a lot of social environments and therefore it was very easy to interact with people, find people, have fun and then, you know, move on or whatever. Now, since this whole world was shifted, you know, after COVID and we're all sort of adapting and readapting to life, it's given us kind of another opportunity to reassess possibly and learn whether, whether we're in a relationship with the, with the right person or the wrong person or what to do or how to do something. Um, I think this COVID period put a lot of stress and pressure on people um, and both who are with people or, or, or separate, you know, the need to be with people, um, both sides of the, of the fence. But I think from my perspective anyway, I have learned that uh, we have to, you know, sort our own house out, you know, make sure that we are back on the track that we should be on. And then uh, I think the rest of it starts to happen organically. I think that's the way, the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. It's interesting that the COVID factor, I don't think it's, um, it's, I think it, it's not discussed enough because I think it's had a huge effect. We, we, we know the effect it's had on the job market and on, on people leaving their their workplaces because it's it gave them time for reflection and they weren't leading a a life that they wanted to lead or in a in a job that was making them unhappy it gave them time to separate themselves but i think as you say the people being forced to live together when you if you're in a relationship where the, the usually the man but the man goes out at six in the morning and returns at eight at night commuting uh and doing his you know going to commuting to his office and then coming back and just there's not a lot of time there to grow a relationship or to to um, keep one going, keep one alive. Um, and then when you're forced together again, it must be it must have been quite hard for people. I mean, I was lucky in that uh, my partner works from home anyway, and then I was forced to work from home, and we've got a townhouse, so I could work downstairs, and she just carried on. So it didn't really affect us that much, but. If you're in a situation where you're not used to you're used to your used to your own space, and then suddenly your partner is invading your space with their work stuff and their workstation and phone calls and noise and all that sort of thing, it must have been quite um, quite hard. And I think I think a lot of relationships have suffered for it. It's given them a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be actually in relationships in terms of partnerships either it can be family relationships which is something that i'm yeah. you know more 
clued up about um and i'm sure all of everyone listening and people who who, who have got we've as we all have have gone through this sort of crazy situation um it, it had positive and negative i mean the positive as i've said previously as well is that i managed to create a lot of stuff that i never did before um yeah. in a relaxed way knowing that basically everyone was in the same situation so that allowed me to create i guess um but on the negative side yeah people are sort of forced into this sort of unnatural uh situation either being locked in together or being locked out you know being separate you know separated yeah. and all sorts of weird weird and wonderful things but um i think the relationship side of things it's it's a very interesting period of time this sort of period in our lives where we hopefully have learned a lot and refined you know we're not sort of the same in some ways it's sad but in other ways it's tr it's good that we're not sort of naive um people that yeah. we once were so we're now a little bit more clued up about what works for us and what doesn't and um make you know make it a clear decision in our heads that we need to be with or not with people that make us feel yeah. i don't know re relaxed i think i think relaxed is, is an important one um as it, as 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 is possible in a relationship either with friends or or in partnerships of some kind it's mm. you've got to feel that you can relax within yourself rather than being on edge that you're not yeah. fulfilling a certain function yeah. or role That's you know more about that at the moment than i do so. <laughs> it's i think it is very important to be to not feel like you're walking on eggshells i mean i um again it's it's the covid thing isn't it people have have changed because of it and over the last few years as well as what's been going on politically people's attitudes have changed but I think a lot of organizations and um, corporate and and uh, local authority haven't evolved they still think that the old model still fits and it doesn't and it's it's creating a tension um, but I also think that the the current rhetoric of the government is quite divisive and that division creates um, fear and tension, which it filters into the family environment and, sure. um, sure. and the, you know, wanting to be true to yourself and be honest with yourself. You're being fed information, which um, kind of forces you in, down a different path. But I think what we're trying to do in this podcast and what others are trying to do is to, to try and give you the opportunity to trust yourself and be confident in actually what you're feeling and thinking is valid. If, even if it goes against the grain. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at this point we can actually invite people, uh, invite you, the listener to, to share your ideas and experiences and thoughts with us. Um, and up on the banner on our screen, you can see there's an email address, which Zach has so cleverly placed where you can write to us and um yeah we we are more than happy to to communicate and we'd like to as well on the, on our youtube channel where you can drop a few notes and get in touch with us share ideas suggestions thoughts experiences um write mark and zach intro at gmail.com that's an interesting email address um yeah and yeah and and and, and wherever possible um we are happy to jump in and 
share our thoughts and views too. And and ultimately, we, we'd love the interaction because you know there might be themes and ideas that we haven't come up with that we we can certainly introduce uh, to our show. Um, and what we're going to do anyway is this was just like a kind of intro to the second part of our show, which we will be sharing uh, the following week, which gives you which we can look at some ideas and suggestions and experiences that we can share with you that may be of some value, of some use. And uh, again, based on those, if you have any further things you'd like to add, we you know happily welcome them on our show. Don't we, Zach? Indeed, we do. Certainly, we uh, we welcome your your feedback, your comments, and um, we we're very grateful for all our lovely listeners and viewers. Wrap this up and carry yes. on as we promised in our next next show. We will indeed see you next time. Thank you for watching or listening. Yeah, thanks a lot, and see you again next week. All the best. See you. Bye. Bye.